0: Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Welcome to Late Night Talks. How are you? I hope that you're well. Love that you are here in the room tonight. Thank you for tuning in to the messages that I'm going to be vibing out to you. I appreciate all of you. And I know I have some listeners silently listening in the background family, friends, old and new, and even some acquaintances. And I think it's great. That's okay. But whoever and wherever you are, I hope that you find comfort and resonance in what I share here. That's all. We're all woven from the same cloth. We are the same under all of the differences that the illusion of separateness creates. Our identities cultures, values, behaviors, attitudes. If you lift all that up and under the veil, we're exactly the same. A reflection of divine source. So we're just here in these human bodies, in these vessels experiencing life, having to go through the motions, experiencing emotions, anger being one of them. Many people are angry. And they're angry all the time. Some are just angry from time to time. This is what we're going to get into, but I just want to say this. Our emotions or trying to speak something to us on a deeper level, spiritually speaking. It wants you to see something within yourself. So when you feel that feeling of anger starting to bubble up, stop yourself before you do something really stupid. I've seen it too many times. Things are getting smashed, punching people's faces in, almost killing people because of this rage. And the thing about anger, it can happen and and just overtake the body and it can almost become so blinding that you really don't know what the hell's going on and you just, you're all about that rage. There is a difference between anger and aggression, but anger can easily roll into that aggression it always comes back to you regardless if someone hurt you or made you angry it's how you react and you want to master this in yourself you want to transmute this anger okay so i just hate to see people ruin their lives because of anger okay So tonight's main topic is about, guess anger. (laughs) It is a problem that many people, I see it in both men and women, but especially men. They have a very hard time dealing with this. So we're going to address a lot of different things, starting from what anger truly is its biological and psychological explanations. And then we will slowly progress to its common causes and then finally towards a solution. So why don't you grab yourself a drink, something healthy, water, coffee or tea, (laughs) and sit back and have a listen. All right, so what exactly is anger? How do we define this very complex yet commonly felt human emotion? Generally speaking, people look at anger as just another basic human emotion that's universally experienced. And it's triggered mainly by some form of emotional distress or maybe after a fight or when someone disagrees with our viewpoint or maybe says something disrespectful to us. Okay. The experiences of anger, however, vary from person to person. How I experience anger is going to be different from how you experience anger, right? Some people feel it more intensely than others. Others can maybe just absorb it well. Similarly, some feel this frequently. They get angry a lot and some maybe not so frequently. So these are just some basic associations that just about anybody can make based on their life experiences. However, the thing is, it's a very deep, deep emotion. And there is much about this that needs to be explored in detail. So that's why I wanted to bring this topic to you tonight. There are two types of anger. There's constructive anger, and there's destructive anger, as the names themselves suggest. Okay, constructive anger is a type of anger that's largely positive for the most part. It's used to build you up and to activate you into action, maybe when you're feeling stuck. It can also protect something that maybe you value. It helps strengthen the boundaries of self-respect that you create. However, on the contrary, destructive anger is a negative form of anger that can also be described as poorly managed, constructive anger. This is the type of anger that's used to tear people down to maybe belittle a little them, and mainly it's a response given out of spite a lot of times, right? Having this type of anger is a toxic trait. It makes you controlling, and it leads you to practice unreasonable authority. Destructive anger is not just bad for your social survival, but it also causes implications in terms of your health. When you're in a state of anger, your blood pressure shoots up, and your stress hormones start pouring in. When your body experiences this frequently, it can cause long-term problems, and it can even result in early death. And trust me, I'm not overstating this. Numerous researches have been conducted on the consequences of anger, and many have come up with findings that support what I just said. Anger is an emotion that comes along with many physical and emotional symptoms, such as increased blood pressure and heart rate. Having a tingling sensation, muscle tension, irritability, anxiety, stress, frustration. If these are some symptoms that you have to deal with frequently, chances are you may be having anger issues and that you need to follow anger management strategies. Having said this, let's move on the second part of this podcast, which is the biological explanation for anger. The biological basis of anger has been explored widely, and a great deal of research has been conducted to study the relationship between genetics and violence. Many scientists agree that genetics has to play a significant role in contributing to anger, which is why it's common for aggression to run in families. All right, so further research implicates that the amygdala, you've heard me speak on this before, which is a part of the brain. This is the key structure that is responsible for mediating violence. Hormones such as the testosterone hormone, also a major factor in resulting in physical aggression in males. Okay. Okay. The point of mentioning this is to help you realize that anger is indeed a quite complex emotion that really needs to be studied in detail if you want to really completely understand it. It's not just something that happens. There are cognitive processes and working mechanisms that are responsible for it and also for the fact that the intensity with which we feel anger and what we do as a consequence To let it out varies from person to person. All right. So let's move on to the third topic for tonight, which is the common cause of anger in men. Common causes of anger in men. Shall I say women? (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's not true. Anger may be caused by a lot of different factors. And some of the leading causes, firstly, hurt when not dealt with can result in anger. You know, we talk about this similarly, feelings of uncertainty, maybe thinking that you're not in control of a particular situation can lead to anger. Other than that, there's a bunch of different psychological explanations for anger, which I'm going to speak on in detail. The first one is depression anger is a common symptom of depression which can be characterized as maybe a constant feeling of sadness and a general lack of interest in activities that otherwise may be very appealing if you have other symptoms such as irritability loss of energy feelings of hopelessness thoughts of self-harm or even suicide your anger might truly be an indication of depression, which must be dealt with promptly. Two, obsessive compulsive disorder. This is an anxiety disorder due to which people suffer from an obsessive thoughts, constant compulsive behavior. This is, I don't have anger issues, but I've had OCD throughout my life. So a person with OCD is likely to have unwanted, disturbing thoughts, maybe uh, images, urges that maybe force them to indulge in repetitive behavior. And it is also a massive trigger that drives them to do something repetitively. So OCD also greatly contributes to anger. So your anger might just be the cause of OCD number three bipolar disorder bipolar disorder is a brain disorder that causes mood swings and this can lead you to experience periods of anger and rage number four intermittent explosive disorder now a person with intermittent explosive disorder is likely to experience repeated episodes of aggression Impulsive and violent behavior maybe so overreacting maybe to situations and angry outbursts may be common responses to even slightly unpleasant events. Apart from the day-to-day triggers of anger, such as your child's room being messy that might drive you crazy and might get you angry or getting late to an event um, due to a family member or friend, These were some of the psychological disorders that you may be suffering from that are responsible for your anger. Furthermore, alcoholism can cause you to be angry frequently. So if you're addicted to alcohol and consume it in unhealthy amounts, it can be a cause of your anger as well. So it's important that you seek medical help as soon as possible. Okay. Before we move on to the last part of the fact I would like to quickly address an important point here. Anger is of course an emotion that we all experience. Males and females experience this. And there has been more emphasis on males throughout the podcast. This is not just because of the human biology that makes males prone, more prone to suffering from problems that are associated with anger, but also because much of our socialization process is centered around this socially created gender norm that almost makes it essential for a man to be angry and show aggression in order to be manly enough. That very young age, Boys are taught to be physically strong and that they should not ever cry. Boys don't cry. Boys should be strong. Don't feel that way. Push it down. I mean, if you think about it, this is a lot of what we discuss here. From a very young age, we teach our boys That they need to be physically strong. And most importantly, the boys never cry. I feel like this is the root cause of all the problems that we face today because of male aggression. Let it be increasing street crimes or domestic violence. The thing is that crying is not a sudden outburst. It's a form of relief and often a very healthy way of letting out your emotions when things get to be too much. So when we teach our boys that crying is not an option for them, we are really just depriving them of this opportunity of dealing with their emotions in a healthy way naturally they will take all of that build up stress and anxiety through violence and to make matters worse men who may actually be willing to seek out help are stigmatized and labeled as not manly enough which is a major demotivating factor. Thus, men in particular may find it very difficult to deal with their anger issues using effective anger management strategies. This is vital. If you have children allow them to express themselves. Tell them it's okay that they can cry Ask them how they're feeling. Ask them if they need to talk. What's on their mind. How they're feeling today. And to really build up that trust and communication with them. Doing this with our children today can begin to change the world. Truly. Now, let's talk about solutions for anger issues. Now that we have a clear understanding of what anger truly is in essence, what causes it and its biological and psychological perspectives, it's important that we move on to the next most important part of this podcast. Now that we have an understanding of the problem, we will move on to figuring out the solution. Here, I will be sharing some of the most beneficial tips that you can keep in mind whenever you go into one of these angry episodes, when you get really angry. I want you to remember this podcast (laughs) and these words that I'm going to share with you. I truly think that if you keep these in mind, they will prove to really be beneficial in helping you Maybe get full control over what you say or do. Or in other words, help you just control your anger overall. So the first one is, think before you speak, before you say anything out loud. Take a second and think. Weigh out the likely consequences and double check to see If maybe you're saying something out of anger or do you actually mean it because you know how it can be in the heat of the moment, it's easy for us to get carried away and say something that maybe we'll regret later on. So we need to avoid it because it will only lead to the bottling up of negative emotions, which are anger inducing in itself. Number two, once you're calm, express your anger. So once you get out of that heat stage and you're, you know, calm down, and now you're thinking clearly, express your feelings and respectfully voice your opinion. Communication is key. You need to let that person in front of you know that maybe you disagree with something that they said or maybe that you have been hurt um, about something that they maybe did. Remember, expressing your emotion is so important. This is just a basic human need that is there regardless of whatever sex you are. State all of your concerns without sounding assertive. This will also help you reach positive solutions and reduce the amount of stress in your life. So much so to voice what you need to stand up and say, this is how I'm actually feeling. This is how I'm truly feeling inside. It feels amazing when you do that. Number three, get some exercise or meditate. Physical activity can reduce stress which is a major contributor to anger. Stress is huge when it comes to anger. Go outside, take a walk take a run or meditate and just let all that stress out in a healthy manner join the gym as a regular member. This is so good for you And in doing so, it's going to help improve both your mental and physical health. So it's a (laughs) win-win. Another great point here is to reflect. Okay, who says timeouts are just for kids? (laughs) They can be equally disciplining for adults. So give yourself scheduled breaks throughout the day. Take out a few minutes to ponder upon your actions. I do this frequently. Reflection can really help you deal with practically everything in an efficient manner. Number five is looking at all the possible solutions. Focusing on what made you angry. This is important to find the root, but it's also important to... Really come up with a solution, how to get through it, how to work and transmute through this. So maybe it's just your messy room that's making you feel like everything is just unorganized. It may be triggering some angering you. Get up and clean it. Or perhaps the fact that you don't feel emotionally connected to your partner. Well, get up and speak to her about it. A solution can be a 10 minute conversation away. Okay. Six is stick to I statements to avoid putting blame. It is also common to put the blame on others when we're in that state of anger, right? In order to avoid doing this, do not use I statements when discussing your problems. Be neutral and respectful in all your conversations. Doing this also means that later on, when you finally make sense of the situation, you're not going to be left maybe feeling guilty or, you you know, having to apologize to anyone. Number seven is forgiving readily and wholeheartedly. Forgiveness is a powerful, powerful tool. I say use this as often as you can instead of getting angry at someone every time maybe they do something that you don't like maybe forgive them and let it go healthy communication is always an option but so is forgiveness and sometimes it's the easy way out number eight use humor to release tension so you know lightening up these tense situations can also prove to be fruitful. Diffuse that negative energy with maybe a joke or two just to make sure, you know, you avoid sarcasm or offensive jokes because that might make the situation worse than it already is. (laughs) Number nine, frequently practice relaxation techniques, for example. Amazing when you can participate in Deep breathing exercises, imagining yourself in that relaxing scene, and maybe continuously repeating these calming words to yourself. You can also keep a journal if you're creative in writing. This can also help you productively deal with your negative energy. Number 10 is no one to seek help. So if you really feel like your anger issues are have gotten out of control, and be honest with yourself. I know it's difficult, but it's really important to be truthful to yourself. Book yourself an appointment with a therapist that specializes in anger management. Always remember that anger can cause great problems for you, and it may not take long before the situation gets out of control. So it's important that you act promptly on that. These are some of the best anger management strategies that I felt would be useful to anyone who's frequently going through anger issues. We are now progressing towards the final segment of this podcast. So here we're going to discuss why exactly it's important for you to work on yourself to seek help and advice and learn some anger management skills. All right, I'm sure many of you out there might be thinking that anger is just an emotion that every human experiences. So what's the big deal, right? Why do I need to invest my time and energy into finding a solution? This is just how it is in life. The thing is that while anger may be an emotion, that just about anybody experiences, it can quickly escalate to something bigger. And if you do not have the proper skill at hand or that awareness on this issue, then the consequences of anger can be really harsh. It's going to interfere with everything from your relationships to your social life and all that lies in between. To help you understand this in a better manner. I'm going to speak about some different reasons why having anger management skills can help you lead a better life overall. As well as maybe address some of the negative outcomes that you may face if you fail to do so. I've seen a lot of nastiness and it can really F up your life in a moment's time. So, essentially, being a responsible, law abiding citizen can be an incentive for you to get a hold of your anger. So, let's start with the fact that your unhealthy anger habits can really prevent you from being a good citizen. Now, often anger, when not managed effectively, can result in facing criminal charges. A problem commonly noted in men. I mean, these consequences are quite natural. Anger is a very, very strong emotion. And if you don't have a healthy outlet to release it, you can possibly take the wrong route, which may lead to a form of maybe reckless driving, domestic violence, or physical assault. And as we all know, these are all crimes punishable by law. This is because at that moment when you're in that angry state, you tend to lose the understanding of logic. After all, your brain's more focused on letting that anger out as the primary task and the chances of you not thinking twice before indulging in the deviant acts mentioned prior increase Massively. So essentially, being a responsible, law-abiding citizen can be the incentive for you to get a hold of your anger, right? Additionally, you must realize that seeking help is important. And it's important to ensure that your anger doesn't take over your life. It's just no way to live it's crucial that you stay in charge at all times and that your anger doesn't dictate you the truth is that while anger might just be yet another emotion that we experience its strength cannot be challenged And neither can the consequences be ignored. When anger starts fueling your motives, you might feel inclined towards fighting back or seeking revenge at the slightest offense caused. It can also make you start dramatizing things and make them appear much bigger in your head than what they are in real life. Again, this has deadly implications, with the most prominent one being a negative effect on your relationships. Anger is a real turnoff, let me just tell you that. Not just when it comes to intimate relationships, but also friends and family. So if you don't learn to control your anger and deal with it in a healthy manner, you're highly likely to get into arguments and fights with peers. Eventually, these will lead to conflicts and you might end up losing valuable loved ones. And when you eventually settle down and look back, it might be too late. So anger management can be very, very important for you to maintain relationships and make new friendships. All right. So to summarize all of this for you. Seeking out help is incredibly important for you to ensure your well-being as well as the well-being of those around you. Let this be a source of motivation for you when you feel like you're finally ready to enroll yourself in an anger management therapy session or other productive activities that can help you become a better person. So if you're someone who is constantly facing periods of anger, where you feel like you're not in control of whatever you say or whatever you do, it might be time for yourself to seek out that help. Do not let the taboos that society has created to stop you from working on personal development and growth. The truth is that anger has the potential to destroy your lives. And it is incredibly important that you must do everything that you possibly can to ensure that it does not happen. I know because I've experienced it with angry people in my past. Also, remind yourself that the journey to anger management is going to be a long one. It takes time. You might hit rock bottom several times. And you might feel like you're losing this battle. But you must stay strong and don't give up. Keep your eyes focused on the positive end goal, and everything is going to be worth the struggle in the end. And if you're doing that, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you, and I look so forward to coming back next week. Take care, guys. Bye.